Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday. Sorry about that. Whoops. <laughs> okay, let's slip up the button there. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. And welcome to episode number 676, 24 episodes away from the Big 700 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WSWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. <clears throat> we will first, of course, start things off with our wrestling news reviews here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared Giralmo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also a part of the team. That brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, our, our resident historian, is has not yet arrived here in the studio. Uh, we're hoping to have him on here within the next few moments. Uh, but we will get you your rest of history and birthdays here for you this evening, regardless if it's him or if it's myself that will be bringing them to you. But for the time being, let's go and welcome JD into what should be a one uh 100 100% crime choice explosive and USDA choice dynamic episode number <clears throat> 676 of revolution good to be here thank you very much there JD of course ladies and gentlemen tonight our live video feed comes to us from another one of our veteran groups in the WWS stable of groups on Facebook that group of course is called true pioneers of wrestling we care to join us here for, of course, our <clears throat> our live video feed here tonight. You can watch and listen to, of course, our episode of Revolution this evening, number 676. Feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wrestling pioneers always. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, is short and sweet, ladies and gentlemen, as we talked about in the last since, uh, <clears throat> since of course, last night. We, of course, will be bringing you, of course, our wrestling history and birthdays and also our news and views 
We will also, of course, get our thoughts and opinions in as to what took place last night on SmackDown Live. And, of course, speaking of that, we also will have our a, a double uh, a combo of our infamous icebreaker segment here with the Iceman, Jeremy Geralmo, not only bringing us his thoughts on SmackDown last night, but what he felt about what happened on Raw this past Monday night as well. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, he said it best. It'll take more than a jackhammer to slice through that big chunk of ice. And he has the tools for it. We'll see what he's got on hand here in just a few moments with that. In the meantime, here, of course, also some wrestling extras coming your way here tonight here as well. So we'll have some big-time wrestling talk here on all fronts here this evening. Jam-packed for you, as we always do each and every night right here in WCWS. Let's go ahead and get things here rock and roll with our wrestling news and deep. Wrestling News and Views segment here tonight for Revolution episode 676. And here to bring it to us is the Iceman, J.D. Jared Geralmo, representing King Ice. J.D., what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? EW Insider reports that Terry Reynolds was arrested at 7.30 this morning for possession of a concealed weapon for bringing a gun to the Tampa airport. The maximum amount of punishment is five years in prison, however, and up to 5,000 in fines because it's a Class 3 felony. The gun she held was a Glock 9mm. She's still currently in jail being held on a $2,000 bond. Uh, believe it or not, TMZ also has a new report from uh, Terry Reynolds' arrest for bringing a low gun to the airport in Tampa, Florida this morning. According to a police report that the site obtained, Reynolds told law enforcement that she just forgot that the gun was on her when she went to the airport and that it was just a mistake. Reynolds told police that she was carrying the gun because she took it to her mother's house to deal with an armadillo who was digging up the yard. The gun was located inside of a sock in her backpack, referring to Reynolds, however. Meanwhile, however, believe it or not, last night WWE saw that MJF sign, however, was held up, however, during this week's SmackDown, and apparently they weren't impressed. As you can see below, signs mean you aren't MJF and save us Triple H, however, seen on camera during SmackDown last night, however, mind you, however. And according to some of the attendants, the signs were taken away by security. This isn't exactly new for WWE. They've regularly confiscated signs that they didn't want to make on air, such as those critical of WWE's product. MJ, of course, made a splash at AEW Nothing, where he interrupted Bret Hart as Hart was introducing the AEW World Championship on Saturday night, if you will. Meanwhile, Howard, tonight, Howard, on NXT, Howard, right before TakeOver 25, believe it, these are the matches you could have seen. Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair, Kushida versus Drew Pepper, Jack Ulock, and, of course, believe it or not, the Forgotten Sons, Steve Cutler, Wesley Bake, with Jackson Riker taking on Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Meanwhile, however, in NXT UK, however, it was quite an interesting day, too, however, believe it or not. Tony Sam- Storm was taking on Nia Samuels, Gentleman Jack Gallagher was taking on Cassie's Oh No, and Mark Co- Coffey, however, believe it or not, however, and Wolfgang teamed up to take on Carlos R- R- Romo and A-Kid. Meanwhile, Walter, Marcel, Barthel, and Fabian Ashner called themselves, however, at a new faction of themselves, however, known as Imperium, believe it or not as they made their impact known, however, last week. Meanwhile, the Raw viewership for this past week was not that good for Raw either. They did a 2.19 million viewers off of 2.52 the week before. Hour 2.1 did 2.26, Hour 2.25, and Hour 3 2.05, considering 5.2 million viewers were watching the hockey game between Boston and St. Louis. Uh, Speaking of that, however, the Raw rating, however, was not good either. From 1.73 the week before, they dipped down to a 1.6 this week, if you will. And speaking of hockey, ladies and gentlemen, Game 2 of the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins are being played tonight, however, in Boston, believe it or not. It is 2-2 midway through the second, however, believe it or not, with Game 3 set to be Saturday night in St. Louis. 
The Blues hope to get even the series at one, while the Bruins are looking to go up 2 nothing. And in the NBA, however, the Golden State Warriors, however, and the Toronto Raptors start tomorrow night their first game of the NBA championship. Kevin Durant is set to make it, uh, visit, uh, make the travel with the team, however, for the first two games, but it is unclear if he will be playing the first two games or not. He will make the t- travel. He will travel with the team. We understand and could practice maybe tomorrow, with a questionable chance he might play Sunday in Game Two for the first time in a couple of weeks. But nothing has been ruled out yet on whether or not he will play. However, if worse comes to worse, he might not be able to play until they get back to Golden State for Game Three. However, next week. You know, by the way. Thank you very much, sure, JD. Of course, JD, along with King and W.O. Jabbar T. Smith, is King Ice, the 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that fits the print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Blue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Uh, let's see, I do know that the human suplex machine, John Gross, did make it on. Uh, as, as we said before, John is, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team. Every Monday afternoon, right here on Talk Show, uh, John. First off, we say welcome to you. And the next question is: uh, Would you like me? Would you like me to go ahead and handle the history tonight, or would you like to go ahead and would you like to uh, uh, fix it up? John says he wants to do it, ladies and gentlemen, so we are going to let him do it. So uh, <clears throat> while we while we wait for John to get start getting the history up here, getting it all gathered up here, folks, indeed, uh, as J.D. did mention, of course, you got NXT. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, John's got an interesting idea. Got a very interesting idea. John, I mean, J.D., John has made a very interesting request. Which is? He would like for you to do your uh, icebreaker right now. All right. For, for both? Yeah. For both? Okay, well, then, I mean, then, then okay, John. an idea. All right, John. Okay, okay but, oh, I'm sorry. Right, go ahead. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. Now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you fine. But... I was going to say, if you want it now, that's fine, because I'm I'm going to step out in a few minutes, a couple seconds anyway, Howard, just to do some stuff, and I'll be back on. I mean, I'm I'm coming back, obviously, but like I said, yeah. If he wants, which one does he want? The Raw or the SmackDown first, John? Okay, well, which one do you want? Which one do you want there, bud? Uh, well, no, we're splitting them up. I think he wants to come up possibly, well, maybe we'll split them up. Do one now, do one later, maybe. John wants to hear your SmackDown review first, and then you can do the Raw one. So, uh, so okay. So, John, JD, if you're game for that, I'll go ahead and get you prepped here. Uh, All right. Well, that's fine. I mean, you know what? I was gonna say I'll do my SmackDown first. I'll let John do the birthdays and dates. Why I have to step out after I do my SmackDown review, and then I'll come back and do my one for Raw. How about that? Is that good, John? John, is that is that an idea? Not, not a bad one either. Kind of helped out the show a little bit. John says, sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Right. So, so, J.D., let me go ahead and just ask the question. I'm going to ask this twice now. Remember that. Keep that in mind. Are you are you uh, cooled off Ready. and warmed up? Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be an extra special treat here tonight as, of course, we of course will be splitting up the big combo icebreaker here this evening 
as, as always, the Iceman, Jared DiGiorambo, is, of course, not afraid to make his feelings known about everything, including Raw, SmackDown, and the pay-per-views here, ladies and gentlemen. And tonight, it's going to be it's going to be nothing but that, indeed, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing but that at all. And J.D. is going to have part of it right now here as he wants to shed a little bit off before he gets, I guess, to possibly what he really wants to talk about, and that was possibly but I'll go through that later. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get let's go ahead here on here with the Iceman Jerry Drombo and his SmackDown edition of the WWUS Icebreaker. Last night, however, we were in Tulsa, Oklahoma, however, near the home of the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes at the BOK Center. And, of course, we start out the show with Kevin Owens making his way to the ring, and, of course, we saw what has happened in the feud between him and Kofi Kingston. As a result, Kevin said, uh, after Dolphins, he can think about granting himself an opportunity for the WWE Championship because he's on the show, and it's all about him, however, even though he called himself a good person for NKO at the start, and they would never do anything like that, however, and he went attack. He wanted to make clear he did not attack Big E last week. Yeah, I think we knew that was a lie right then and there. Mm-hmm. He says if New Day wants to blame for anything, they can blame for Woods being in pain for the last few weeks, and they can blame Dolph Ziggler for defeating Kofi being Kofi the W Junior because it would be the beat because of the bean he gives Kofi. Yeah, keep telling yourself there, Kevin Owens. Keep telling yourself that, buddy. Anyway, of course, we understand, of course, things got interesting between the two of them. And then, of course, Kofi then made his entrance and told KO to stop with all the lies. He told everybody he knows he attacked Big E and that he lied about not wanting to be a member of the New Day. He says he's not a good person, he's not about a liar. And he's going to claims that he's going to soften him up, but that's not going to happen. He also says he's going to stop and make him pay for re-injuring Big E, Howard, and attacking Xavier over and over again, which led us into our first match of the evening, Kofi versus KO. Pretty good segment with these two, Howard, to start out the show, and overall, this was one of the better matches of the night, however. As a result, however, Owens, of course, ended up, of course, losing here, however, mind you, however, mind you, despite putting up a good fight against Kofi, however, in 16 minutes and change, but came up short. Next, then we see the Silver Spoon Boy himself, however, the man who has his head up his daddy's ass whenever he wants, however, the man who's a spoiled little suck-up, if you will, however, and a total little snake in the grass, Shane McMahon with his two buddies, the piece of human excrement, elephant dung, Elias, and Drew, the dangerous uh, dragon, dickhead, McIntyre. But who shows up? Oh, yeah. Everyone's favorite little dance break couple, or drizzle, if you will, Howard, and the Jersey Shore little conniving little cockroach, Carmella, the Jersey Shore uh, hoebag CT, let's just say, and I'm not going to, you can fill in the blanks there. Of course, then we see Daniel Bryan, and of course, mind you, however, Rowan make their ring entrance after Drake Maverick was tacking up one of the posters everywhere about R-Truth. Can somebody please get that pearly white little Pip squeak, however, off my television. I mean, seriously, this guy is an annoying little pest of a runt, however, and is a total little bit of a jag, if you ask me. Jag as in jag off. But speaking of jag offs, we have, of course, the Planets champion, yes, folks, Goat Boy himself, Howard, douchebag, little, little uh, dickhead Daniel Bryan, and his buddy, Eric. Little Rat Boy Rowan, however, come to the ring, however, and talk about how the SmackDown Tag Team Division is a joke. But who shows up? Oh, yes. 
We have Tucker Goodnight Night, however, and his buddy, however, Dozer, Otis Dozovic, however, mind you, saying, however, that they want to challenge them to the tag team titles. But what does the Goat Boy and, of course, the Rat Boy do? Oh, yeah, they go off scurrying off in their own little hole, if you will, and find themselves sticking their heads into their holes, however, up each other's butt, basically, because they don't have the balls to put their gold on the line tonight because they're afraid, however, that basically they're going to get their butts handed to them by heavy machinery. So, like I said earlier, what do they end up doing? Oh, yeah, they end up hiding and cowering, however, like normal, however, and just showing that they don't have the balls to basically fight however tonight. And as a result, basically, they decide not to put their belts on the line tonight. So it shows you how much of a joke that is. Speaking of joke, we then go next, however, to, of course, the Jersey Shore hoebag herself, Carmella, if you will, taking on, of course, the blonde little bimbo that is Mandy Rose, however, and her good friend Sonya Deville. As a result, however, what happens? Oh, yes. Let's continue to have Mandy Rose act like a Jersey Shore conniving blonde-ass bitch bimbo, however, by getting a cheap win over Carmella. As a result, however, I wish to God, however, that Sonya would just deck Mandy and go on her own. She does not need to continue to be freaking Mandy's little lapdog assistant, if you will, however, mind you, and be at her beck and call, however, whatsoever. I wish they would just absolutely let her go on her own. But no, she has to continue to be pals with her good friend Mandy Rose, and it makes me ill. Speaking of ill, then we go to up our next segment, however, with R-Truth doing some... Uh, video games shenanigans backstage when who shows up but yes everyone's very gender the jackass juice head mahal and his boyfriends the slime bag sunel singh and of course the snake man samir singh but then who decides to chase him as well however ladies and gentlemen all the other talent however from freaking 205 live and main event then we see of course how another match coming up later on however Involving everyone's favorite, the current women's champion, however, and Miss Money in the Bank herself, Baby Bailey, taking on the sassy southern dollar, the sassy southern skank slut, none other than the piece of uh, crap that she is, lackluster Lacey Evans. Oh, goody, I'm so excited to see this match this week. Then, of course, we go to a pre-tape promo, however, involving Alistair Black, the Dutch Destroyer, which, once again, I don't know what they're trying to do with Alistair Black. I wish to God they would have him in a match, rather than continue to waste him and piss all over him like they've been doing for the last two weeks. Speaking of piss, however, let's talk about the piece of human piss that, of course, is Shane McMahon, who, once again, however, the silver spoon little slime bag that he is, however, had his two little boyfriends with him, the piece of human excrement, and, of course, the dickhead himself, McIntyre and Elias. And as a result, however, what does Shane do, however, on Shane McMahon Appreciation Night? Oh, he continues to act like a total little dickhead, if you will, however, mind you, however, and show how much of a total silver spoon little daddy's boy he is by basically finding a way to run down Roman Reigns. Yeah, Shane, keep talking your talk, you piece of human shit. You're going to get your mouth punched, however, and your jaw broken when Roman takes your little pretty little million-dollar head and punts it into the audience and puts it on a stick, however, for the whole Saudi public to roast on an open fire after Super Showdown, because you're going to be coming back in a body bag, basically, after Roman basically spears your sorry ass right through the middle of the ring in Saudi Arabia next week, you freaking little daddy's boy, you little bitch. 
Then, of course, however, we see our truth come down with, of course, the whole main event squad, including Drake Maverick and company. But then what happens, however? Oh, yeah, Elias decides to take a cheap shot on our truth, however, after Jinder Mahal tried to uh, take away the 24-7 title, however. And as a result, he becomes the new 24-7 champion. Oh, goody, let's give Shane McMahon's new boyfriend that piece of human excrement the 24-7 title. Shane, of course, was so pleased, however, he could have had his mouth all over Elias' guitar, however, and also his ass and his little Elias, if you will, however, by sucking him off, however, kissing his ass at the same time. He then tells everyone, of course, Elias, he's got a good idea for tonight, that Elias and McIntyre will take on R-Truth and Roman Reigns in the main event, and that he will be at ringside to watch his boys do his dirty work from because once again, it shows Shane he's nothing more than a punk-ass little bitch that doesn't have the balls to get in the ring before Super Showdown. Then we go to stupid, probably the stupidest segment of the night, Tea Time, with, of course, that piece of, that sassy southern slut, Lacey Evans, however, the piece of Sassy Southern Skank with her new bestie, if you will, the Queen Charlotte Flair. What is this? Romper Room Kitty Time 1997? Do we really want to see Tea Time with a piece of human, lackluster uh, wrestler like Lacey Evans having Tea Time with probably one of the best females in the entire roster and is one of the best female people, if you will, in the roster? Want to uh, have Tea Time with that Sassy Southern Skank that is Corey Graves' little, uh, New love interest, if you will, the sassy southern hoe bag that is Lacey Evans. Jeez Louise, give me a break already. And if that's not all, we're going to have another match at Super Showdown. I'm sure you guys didn't hear this, but we'll tell about it anyway before we get into our next match. It's going to be Laura Sullivan. Yes, folks, the big bad bully that is Laura Sullivan, the human bowling ball, bald-headed freak that he is, however, taking on the Lucha House Party in a handicap match. Great thinking, Vince, you racist, bigoted piece of... crap, to say the least, however. Let's book three Mexicans, however, against the bowling ball... Total racist, hate-filled, mongered, little lackluster wrestler like Laura Sullivan. And basically find a way to have Laura Sullivan squash all three of these guys, however. Because that is all you're about, Vince. Showing how much of a racist, bigoted, egomaniacal piece of shit that you really are. Speaking of pieces of shit, let's talk about this next match. Lacey Evans versus Bailey. Baby Bailey pulls off the win from Lacey Evans, and then, of course, we see a cat fight between the two girls, between Lacey and Charlotte. So something tells me that next week, we'll probably see a match in Laredo between Lacey and Charlotte, maybe, and then this will all be, maybe, all probably just for show, however, maybe, and this won't happen. But I hope Charlotte knocks the bejesus out of that sassy southern skank, Lacey Evans, because once again, Lacey Evans, you are nothing more than Corey Graves' little bitch, however. You have him basically kissing your ass and wiping your ass through every chance you get because you think you're so sassy and so cool and a lady. No, you're not a lady, and you're not a sassy and a nasty, however. You're nothing more than a total slut and a half, however, and you can't wrestle worth a damn. You talk a great game and you think you're all that, but you're not all that and then some. You're absolutely pathetic, to say the least. Then we go to the main event. Elias and Drew versus our Roman R-Truth. This wasn't too bad, however, but we knew what was going to happen anyway, and as a result, Roman and R-Truth end up beating up Shane McMahon's voice, however, and basically sends a message to Shane. So Shane, 
what happened there at the end of the main event last night? How? Oh, that's right. How? Roman showed you exactly what was going to happen if you try messing with him how, by laying out your little boyfriends, Elias and Drew. And what's more, what happened afterward? Oh, yeah. Roman hits another spear, Howard on Elias. Howard and Truth makes the cover to get back his 24-7 title. So, gee, let's think about this for a minute, Howard. Elias wins the 24-7 title thanks to what happened earlier in the night, Howard, because of a stupid little thing, because of that silver spoon little total uh, slap nut, uh, little slap nut, and also total snake in the grass, that is, has his head up his daddy's ass, Shane O'Mac, Howard, the little spoiled little brat that he is, and then he sees his boyfriends, the piece of human excrement, and the dickhead, Elias and Drew, lose in the main event to the big dog and our drizzle. Oh, good. Gee, Vince, what made you think about putting this on as your main event? Oh, that's right, Howard. You weren't thinking, because once again, shows how much of a bigoted, narcissistic, egomaniacal racist that you are, however. So, yeah, all in all, once again, SmackDown absolutely was absolutely a crap show and absolutely a waste of time of watching. So, as you thought SmackDown was bad and nauseating, however, and pathetic, however, this is actually pretty funny, too, however. I'm sure you all didn't hear this, but I will say this anyway before I go into my Raw rant, Howard, here in just a little bit, Howard, that after the show, we understand, Howard, that most of the fans, Howard, left the show before 205 left went on the air. A, probably because of the weather and the way the weather's been out there, because they probably were fearful for their lives and safety, Howard, which I understand, however, if that was the case, Howard, and they decided to leave the show early, Howard, and they felt that, that they had seen a nauseating, pathetic, absolutely tolerable, uh, this totally, uh, absolutely terrible show, however, was maybe one of the reasons why they left. Or two, maybe they just didn't feel like staying for 205 Live and they just felt like they wanted to get on home and not even just uh, watch any more wrestling. Because I heard by the time 205 Live came on the air, however, the arena was pretty much empty. So, gee, Vince, whose fault was that last night? Hmm, let's think about it. Oh, yeah, it was your stupid dumbass, however. You saw that what happened a couple weeks ago. It was the same thing that happened in Louisville. Once again, it happened here last night as well in Tulsa. And if that's not all offense, you stupid piece, stupid piece of shit, you have no one to blame but yourself again because for the fourth time in six weeks coming up on this Monday, Howard, you canceled another WWE event live, this time in Corpus Christi, because you weren't selling enough tickets. Gee, why don't you just start thinking maybe about canceling all the Monday SmackDown shows from now on? Because this is the fourth time in six weeks you've canceled another show for no reason at all other to say the same old pathetic whiny excuse that you've been saying for the last four, three, two or three times that tickets aren't selling well. Gee, Vince, maybe they're not selling well because you're not putting on a good enough show. So, all in all, SmackDown was an absolute waste of time once again this week, Howard. And as a result, Howard, we'll see what happens next week. But I don't see much better happening next week, especially heading into Super Showdown. But I hope to God Raw's a little bit better next week, Howard, especially with Goldberg and Undertaker maybe showing up, Howard. But we'll have to wait and see if the Reigns will be good. Because we obviously saw what happened this week with the Reigns dropping down to a 1.6. So, Vince, I hope you're happy with the crap you put on once again this week on both your shows, you piece of crap. Way to go. Whoa. That's all I can say about that, ladies and gentlemen. JD's not done yet. No, don't know. Oh, no. And I'm going to be right back because I am going to step out for a few minutes and do my thing. So uh, I will be back shortly. So I will be back shortly. Okay. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. JD will return with, of course, his thoughts on 
this past Monday's edition of Monday Night Raw, which I'll be very, very interested here to say the least, coming up here in just a few moments. In the meantime, let's go ahead and go to the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, who now has our history and birthdays up and, up and running for today, May the 29th. Let's go ahead and bring that here to you. 35 years ago today, which was put it at 1984, WWF Tate Star Wrestling from the Agricultural Hall in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Of course, we mentioned that before as being the home of, of course, a former breakout star in WCW, of course, a cruiserweight champion at the time. And uh, the last uh, one half of the final WCW cruiserweight tag team champions, Billy Kidman, who I believe still works for WWE right now. Uh, at this show, appearing at this show was pop singer Cindy Lauper, who confronted Captain Lou Albano on Piper's Pit, claiming he managed her career. The confrontation turned physical with Lauper swinging on both Albano and Piper with her purse until David Wolf pulled her away. Also, one of most, one of, one of most wrestling's most famous angles would also air during this set of tapings. On the June 9th episode was the infamous Piper's Pit, where Rowdy Piper hit a coconut over the head of Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Remember that moment all too well. 19 years ago today, put it at the year 2000. On Nitro from Salt Lake City, Utah, Kevin Nash forfeited the WCW World Heavyweight title and gave it to Rick Flair. He says that he shouldn't have been stripped of the title a week prior, and he's the rightful champion. Flair then loses the title to Jeff Jarrett for the second Monday in a row. And dating back to April 10, 2000, that's 11 world title changes in seven weeks. That same day on Rawls War from Vancouver, British Columbia, Too Cool defeated Edge and Christian to regain the tag team titles with help from Kid Rock's mascot, Joe C. Speaking of Kid Rock, this show also featured a lot of performances of Kid Rock, as well performing The Undertaker's uh, uh, theme song when he was a biker Undertaker, of course, the American Bad AWS, you know what I mean there. And also, Kane made his awesome return to aid The Undertaker and The Rock against the McMahon Helmsley faction. This is Kane's first appearance since April of 2000. Eleven years ago today, would put it at 2008. Let's see, yes. Two special things happened. Of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his wife, Danny Garcia Johnson, announced that they had divorced in a joint statement. The divorce was finalized on May 19, 2008. Despite the divorce, both are still friends to this day and co-founded Seven Bucks Entertainment in 2012, named for how much Johnson had to his name at one point in 1995. Also in Atlanta, Georgia, <clears throat> a federal grand jury hands down a 175-count indictment against Dr. Phil Aston, the personal physician of the late Chris Benoit, for allegedly illegally writing thousands of prescriptions to 17 patients over a five-year period. The indictment comes 10 months after he's indicted on seven counts of over-prescribing painkillers and other drugs in July 2007, this week after Benoit's suicide, facing over 300 years in prison and fines up to $175 million. Aston pled guilty to all charges in January 2009. In May, he was sentenced to 10, only 10 years in prison. Hmm. Uh, 10 years ago, it's been 10 years ago today, 2009, and an ROH. On HD net taping in Philadelphia, Rick Flair announces that he's leaving the company. Flair claimed it was due to his working relationship with WWE. What's more likely stemmed from the company decided not to sign Rick's son, Reed, after he was arrested on drug charges. Then ROH owner Kerry Silken would later sue for money not refunded for Flair's appearances. On that same day, uh, Ken Kennedy, of course, also his real name, Ken Anderson, 
was released from the WWE less than a week after he returned to TV. His release came after complaints from Randy Orton and John Cena about Anderson's recklessness in the ring. After a brief run on the independent circuit, Anderson joined TNA in January 2010 and was fired in March 2016 after failing the drug test. Six years ago today, put it at 2013, WWE announced that they were co-producing with Warner Brothers a Flintstones animated feature. The movie, entitled The Flintstones and WWE Stone Age Smackdown, is released in March of 2015, just before WrestleMania 31. Five years ago today, which put it at 2014, WWE presented NXT TakeOver from Full Sail University in Winter Park, Florida. Charlotte defeated Natalia in the tournament final to win the vacated NXT women's title. The championship was vacated a month earlier by then NXT general manager JBL after he determined that Paige could not handle the demanding schedule of defending both championships at once. A tournament was then commissioned to crown a new champion. Uh, happy for, uh, we have a birthday here today. Happy 49th birthday to one half of the Mean Street Posse and also a former hardcore champion, Pete Gass. Also, no, also happy 46th birthday uh, to one of one of the uh, girls from, from uh, WCW Monday Nitro, of course, the Nitro girls. Happy 46th birthday to Spice. Happy birthday to her today. Also, happy 40th birthday to former WWE Cruiserweight Champion and former Tag Team Champion, the Brian Kendrick. <clears throat> also, happy 35th birthday to former WWE Women's Champion, Nia Jax. And also, happy 33rd birthday to former WWE Cruiserweight Champion, and I guess you can say the former son of Vince McMahon, Hornswoggle. And John said that's it for the history and birthdays that he's got there for today. So we thank John and thank you very much for the history and birthdays. And also, we do thank JD as well for his uh, wrestling news and news segment and also his thoughts about what happened, of course, on SmackDown last night. But he'll be back on here just in a little while with his icebreaker on Monday Night Raw. 1605 562 0444. Call ID 1380555. This is episode 676 of Revolution here for Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. Mr. WS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, joining, joining you right near, of course, to talkshoe.com. Uh, let's see if we have, uh, we don't have anybody yet popping on here on uh, our live video feed tonight from True Pioneers of Wrestling yet, but I'm sure we'll have some folks popping on here just momentarily. In the meantime here, uh, John's got a brief review of what his thoughts and opinions were about what happened last night on SmackDown. He says he pretty much says JD said all they said all he needed to say. He's not going to say anything else about SmackDown. All he's going to say is all the stuff I, I, he has said before. The WWE has fallen down the radar. They were good in the 1990s through the 2000s, even through the early 2010s. But WWE has continued to lose their touch. Excuse me, superstars like CM Punk. John Morrison, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho, Alberto Del Rio, Ryback, Jack Swagger, Wade Barrett, Ty Dillinger, Hideo Otami, AJ Lee, Sasha Banks, Emma, Evan Bourne, and all the others have had every right to leave the company and wanted to find more work elsewhere. And they did, and they did with AEW putting on a good show on Saturday night. But all the superstars that compete in AEW have talent in the WWE, yes. But did Vince believe in it, as John has said before? No. 
he wanted to use the legends to put him over and he's putting Baron Corbin, Lacey Evans, Elias, R-Truth, and Charlotte, Charlotte, and others over while he's burying people like Bobby Roode, Bailey, The Revival, The Usos, Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler, and others to the ground. He's lost touch with reality and keeps going to the WWE Network where he can rewrite storylines from the 1980s and 90s and the 2000s, etc. Of course, as John said many, many times, it's WCW 2000 all over again. WCW 1984 to 88, and WWE 1998 to 2001, and others like that. John also says the only thing that's been good with WWE, WWE is NXT and NXT UK, as all because Triple H has been handling that. It's just that the writers don't know what they're what they're doing. Everybody's leaving the head to AEW. If Vince continues to bury more talent, then it's time they head to AEW. And what you saw, what Cody Rhodes did. The Triple H's sledgehammer, it will be the WWE headquarters. They'll be hammered by Cody Rhodes and AEW. Because Vince, last Saturday, AEW put on a show while you were having your affairs with Charlotte and Lacey, Lacey behind your wife's back. Vince, you don't need a rehab. You don't need an old folks home. You need a life in prison for burying talent, murdering the superstars that bust their butts for you, and maybe you'll get a taste of your own medicine. John says AEW pulled a bullet hole last Saturday night, and it's the only one to get worse for the WWE. And John said, so he's got to say for his rant right there. So, John, very valid point there indeed. Uh, I mean, what, what, more can we, what more can we say? I mean, Double or Nothing was, in fact, uh, an excellent show. Yes, indeed. So, uh, J.D., are you back with us? He's not yet back. Okay. Uh, while we wait... While we wait for JD to come back in and get his thoughts in about this past Monday night's Raw, let me go ahead and remind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, coming up tomorrow on NWO Wolfpack, uh, <clears throat> call ID 138-521-POUND. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, and we'll have some, of course, of our uh, picks for uh, prediction, our prediction title challenge for NXT TakeOver 25. Uh, of course, like I said, we are still uh, – we, are, we of course will still <clears throat> um, we are still of course um, will be of course determining of course the next line of championship belts that will be used in this. Um, we may have a couple here right off the bat, but uh, we will keep everybody informed as to who as, as to where all the belts will uh, what all the belts will be. Um, and of course, like I said, there may be something unique coming up here with this NXT prediction title challenge. We'll keep everybody informed of that here as well. So listen in on Wolfpack tomorrow night, 138-521-POUND tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. <clears throat> and also, don't forget uh, Revolution, of course, Friday night, 138-055-POUND. As everybody else will be coming in, of course, will be, once again, our news and views and history and birthdays. We'll get thoughts and opinions, and hopefully we'll hear from the Friday Night Delight, Danny from Oak Park, and also the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, about their thoughts about AEW Double or Nothing and also Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we'll also, of course, uh, find out about the prediction title challenge as far as everybody else is here is concerned. Uh, of course, as you know, as I mentioned here before, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Danny from Oak Park, the next big thing, Caleb Dodds, uh, the Psycho, J.W. Cannon, and also the Style, Stephen Kyle, have not yet chosen their championships as um, from this past Saturday. Now, the style Stephen Kyle did not get an opportunity to make his predictions uh, for Double or Nothing, so he will be the last person to choose 
Uh, we'll, we'll choose the we'll take the remaining championship belt as left out of everybody else has chosen theirs. So far, I can go ahead and report that the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach has picked up the Ultraviolet Championship. Uh, the Iceman Jared DiGiromo has picked up the Deathmatch Championship. The Heartbreak Kid Fonzie has picked up the 24-7 Championship. And Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler has picked up the WWS Triple Crown Championship. So we have, like I said, four folks already. Uh, like I said, we have the six more to go. And like I said, we'll hope to get some more. Everybody else's picks here. Uh, <clears throat> um, we'll, of course, like I said, be, we'll be, of course, hopefully crowning some more between tomorrow and also on Friday. Don't forget, also Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, WSWS Power Hour, 141-364-pound. We'll be reviewing all that took place here in the radio network this week. And also... <clears throat> And also, of course, uh, uh, Saturday's wrestling history birthdays and also some wrestling news tidbits coming up at 6 o'clock. Be sure to listen in on that. And also, don't forget uh, Wrestling Championship Challenge. And ladies and gentlemen, after waiting for about a month's time, we will finally have this match take place. It will be the Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler defending the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Championship against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. With, of course, the winner picking up the Indy U.S. World title. And also, whoever does not win that belt will, uh, since since Michelle and Bobby are currently co-holding the WWS World TV title, whoever wins the Indy US title will pick up the TV, will be the sole holder of the WWS Television Championship. So, like I said, both Bobby and Michelle will be walking out with belts, but the question is who will walk out with what, which, who will walk out with which belt? We will find that out, of course. Coming up this Saturday night on Wrestling Championship Challenge 146-507-pound right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. You can Mr. Place Machine, John Gross, is just informing that he will be on Wolfpack tomorrow night live to give us his predictions in for, of course, NXT TakeOver 25. We, of course, also will get work, try to get work from everyone else to see if they would like to take part in, of course, this as well. So we'll keep everybody apprised of all this coming up here really, really soon. JD, are you back with us? And JD has not, still not yet arrived back in the studio. He has had to step away here for just a second here. Uh, I hope he's, I hope he's not doing what we think he's doing. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Also, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I just also wanted to report as well that uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, speaking of which, uh, did, of course, get back with me on his final decision on what, on, as you know, I did a poll on the WWS 2K Showcase page, uh, <clears throat> choosing uh, with five potential choices for Mr. Hulkamania to use for a character that he created on WWE 2K16. And, of course, the, the one that got the overall voting was Stone Cold's theme song from 1997-1998. So that is the, that, that is the official theme, his created wrestler's official interest music. So he did, want think, he did want me to thank everybody here for, who, of course, did vote for that. I do believe I think Booker T's theme actually did come in behind that. But uh, I think it was Stone Cold, it was Booker T, it was Andre the Giant. It was 
uh, Kevin Nash and it was DDP, I believe it was, was the choices. But it was nonetheless a very good, uh, it was a very good voting. And I, on behalf of Mr. Hulkamania, he wanted me to ask everyone, say thank you to everyone for, for doing just that. Uh, JD, are you back? Here, sir? I'm back. Okay. And now, JD, uh, John has already said his piece here. He pretty much just kind of said what you just, he kind of agreed with what you just said about SmackDown, so he didn't really have a whole lot really to say. But, of course, he did have a, he did have a real nice rant, which I thought that was really, really good there indeed. Uh, so, JD, I'll come again here, sir. Are you ready for round two? I am ready. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, the Iceman, Jared, Jared DiGiromo. Steps, in, steps into the line of fire. Again, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, as he does, each and every night here, he talks about Ross, man down, and all of our pay-per-views. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you thought that was a big one here, of course, talking about SmackDown was big. Of course, you always got to listen to what he has to say about Raw. Normally, he does this on Tuesday nights, but but uh, but there's, there's a little bit of a delay in that, but that's probably right because I think he needed more time to really, really, really prep prep himself and he's and sounds like to me he is 100 percent prepared if you will so ladies and gentlemen here is the Iceman Jerry Jerome once again with round two and of course the raw edition of the WWS icebreaker yes we will have that here in just a moment here folks just a minute here I'm just taking care of some minor things that need to be taken care of before we start however we did hear some tragic call it oh, yeah, I can't say it La, 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 la. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Some Hollywood news to report, however. I'm sure and everyone did not hear the news. We'll tell you about it here and now. Earlier today, we lost another Hollywood, you're going to call it legend, but it wasn't a big name. It was kind of a big name, but it wasn't really a big name. Uh, where is it? Brooke McMaster, however, better known to you all. Oh. Wait a minute, hold on. I just saw it. Hold on a second. McCart- Brooke McCarter. Believe it or not, however, I guess how who it was, however, believe it or not, uh, believe it or not, however, uh, oh, never mind, however, just four years ago, what am I saying, doing, what am I thinking? I thought it was today this happened. I'm so glad I'm not with it tonight. Shows you how my brain's functioning, people. Uh, shows you where it is. Anyway. As we said, how it was a very interesting uh, night, how in Kansas City, on Monday night, on Memorial Day. Yes, it was, how and you're asking, what did I think of it? Ho, 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 boy. You picked a good time to ask, didn't you, people? You really want to know how I felt about it. You really want to know how I felt about that piece of human excrement that came from Kansas City, the ribeye capital of the world, you really want to know how I really thought what Vince McMahon and his stupid booking team thought on Monday, however. Well, saddle off as they say, however, poor drink, however, and get ready to hear a tall story of this show. Some might be long, some might not be, but oh well. We start out the show, of course, with Michelle's favorite and everyone's favorite, if you want to call it that, Mr. Beast in the Bank, of course, with his advocate Paul Heyman. And, of course, he comes to the ring, however, pretending that his briefcase, however, is a boombox. Kofi Kingston shows up, followed by Seth Rollins, however, and we're wondering, however, what's going to happen about him announcing who he'll cash it in on and who he will take on for the championship. But what does he do? 
Oh, yeah, he doesn't say much, however, mind you, however, because he is nothing but a punk-ass little bitch, however. It has to hide under Paul Heyman's little, little skirt, if you will. But then, who shows up, however, to beat up Kofi from behind, however, take a cheap shot and say, it should be about me, it should be about me, and I should get this opportunity? Yes, folks, the douchebag, whiny little dickhead himself, Dolph Ziggler. Who once again has to cry like a little woman, woman, however, and say, It should be about me. It should be about me. I should be champion. I should be getting this opportunity. Yeah, Dolph. Let's see. You were out for four months, however, doing your stupid comedy, little comedy shows, however, all over the country, however, and you were healing up your injuries. And you weren't doing much then, however, that you're doing now. But yet you come back to the WWE, however, and whine a bitch and piss and moan, have your head up Vince's ass, however, and basically suck his ass, however, and Give, ask him, you should be given an opportunity to go after Kofi at Saudi Arabia and take away his championship, and that you deserve a title shot. Yeah, like you so deserve it, you piece of shit. You don't. You don't deserve it at all. Of course, we didn't have a match, however, for the longest time, because apparently this was like WCW Nitro booked in the first hour of one of their shows a while back, however, mind you. So we had then go to a Memorial Day block party, which most of the party goers were there, however. However, but EC3 was not very happy. Then, of course, we see Shane O'Mac. Yes, folks, silver spoiled little, little uh, total uh, slap nut Shane McMahon, however, and his boyfriend, Drew Dickhead McIntyre, come to the ring once again because Shane doesn't have the balls to go to the ring by himself. He has to have protection because he needs protection because he's still proclaiming he's the best in the world. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Shane. You're the best in the world. You're not the best in the world. You're just a silver spoon little uh, total uh, arrogant little uh, uh, shithead who basically has your head up your daddy's ass and basically is sucking his ass at the same time as well as Corey Graves' ass by basically kissing both their asses, however, at every turn, and basically having them kiss your ass, too, because you think you can still wrestle. As a result, however, Shane takes on Roman's cousin, however, her nephew, Lance Annoy, and what happens before the match? Oh, yeah, Shane's new bodyguard buddy, Dickhead Drew McIntyre, decides to take a cheap shot, however, because he didn't have the balls to get in the ring, however, on this night, however, except for being Shane's little bitch-ass bodyguard, however, mind you, so how much of a dickhead he really is, however, on this night, by sucking his head off Shane's ass, however, and taking a cheap shot on Lance Annoy. As a result, however, Shane insults the whole Roman Samoan uh, family legacy, however, including Roman's uh, uh, uncle, uh, uh, nephew, The Rock, however, as well as his uh, dad and uncle, if you will, Offensica. Yeah, great idea, Shane. Why don't we just talk about family some more and tell everyone how much of a total asshole your family is. Let's see. You have a racist, bigoted, narcissistic, egomaniacal father. Your sister is a filthy, dirty, trash bag, total slut hoe. Your brother-in-law is trying to basically make this company the right way and trying to save this company from going under, however, but yet, however, we haven't seen him in weeks, however, obviously because he's getting ready for his fight with Randy Orton and because he's also doing some PR work and trying to keep NXT afloat and making sure it doesn't go under or this whole company in general go under because your father is a total racist, bigoted piece of shit who doesn't see the big picture anymore and basically finds a way to piss all over everyone and their legacies at the same time and find a way to be this total egomaniacal, racist, bigoted, heartless jackass. Then we see Seth and Heyman and Brock come back out again, and of course, 
this wasn't exciting at all. So I'm going to say once again on this night, what did Brock do for the entire night? Oh, yeah, he didn't do much, Howard. He had to have his little boyfriend, Paul Heyman, speak for him before he said anything, Howard, because it shows how much of a bitch Brock can be when he doesn't have a microphone plastered up against him. He has to have his little boyfriend do it for him because he doesn't have the balls to do it himself and speak his own truth. He has to have Paul Heyman do his talking for him and show how much of a coward he really can be. Then we had the stupid 24-7 thing, which was absolutely ridiculous, so I'm just going to leave it at that. However, and once again, this was absolutely crap on crap. Speaking of crap, however, we go to the next match. Nikki, let's play cross, however, and my girl, the man herself, Becky Lynch, however, took on everyone's favorite. Yes, the Romy Michelle of the WWE, however. Billy the Kangaroo K, however, who looks like a total Bella wannabe, however. And Pissan Peyton Royce, the freaking Lisa Kudrow of Romy Michelle's high school reunion WWE style with Billy K playing the role of Mira Servino, however. Oh, goody. Let's see what this stupid Iconics did this week against Billy and, or excuse me, Pete, uh, Nikki and Becky. Oh, that's right. They got their ass kicked, however, once again, because they didn't have the balls to put their gold on the line this week. Gee, why do we even give them the belt spins? Just because they're so popular and find a way to bury whiny little baby Bailey and bully Sasha Banks and total tell everyone how we'd rather give someone else a chance? Gee, how's that been working out for you since WrestleMania when you made Billy and uh, Peyton win the tag titles there, Vince? Oh, that's right. It hasn't worked real well, has it? You've only had them on TV maybe one time in the last six weeks against jobbers, however, defending their titles not even one single time, however, mind you, because you don't have faith in them or you don't have the heart to even tell them to put their gold on the line because you're too busy listening to fans like me and everyone else out there bitch about how lame your show has, shows have been of late. But who comes out after the match? Oh, yes! Once again, the sassy southern skank and Corey Graves' girlfriend, however, if you will, lackluster, lacy, piece of elephant excrement, embarrassing Evans. Oh, goody! I'm so excited to see Lacey the Whore on my television again on Raw, because she once again acts like a total skank in every sense of the way, and she is nothing more than a spoiled-ass little army bitch-ass brat, is what she is. Then we go to, of course, more of the block party, yawn. Then we go to Ricochet versus Cesaro. Ricochet gets a little payback on Cesaro. This was pretty good. I enjoyed it. However, I hope they do something with one of these guys or both of these guys soon because they're just absolutely being pissed all over and buried to no end. Then, of course, we hear Samoa Joe come out, however, because apparently after what happened last week, however, after roughing up Ray Jr., however, he basically hurt Ray Jr. and cost Ray Jr. to drop the U.S. title. So now, coming up on Monday, we're going to see him having to give up the U.S. title and probably get the title back around his waist. Yeah, let's have Samoa Joe win the US, give the U.S. title back to him, just like Brock Lesnar should be given the Universal title by default, however, mind you. Let's give him another run with that U.S. belt, as if he needs it. Then, let's go to, I'm going to save my last friend for this, my, one of my two last fans for this. Let's go next to probably one of another stupid segments of the show, the stupid Firefly Funhouse. Dear God, we get it, okay? This isn't funny. This isn't entertaining. This is downright dull and dumb, okay? You hear that Kevin Bucktooth Beaver dick douchebag done? It's dull and dumb. What are you thinking? 
Obviously, you're not thinking because you're obviously your mouth is all over Vince's ass and it's been all over Vince's ass as well as every writer in the writers' room by blowing them every chance you get, including Corey Graves for the last 25 years. You Bucky the Tooth Beaver little bitch. Oh yeah, it's gonna work. Yeah, let's do the Firefly Funhouse. Let's do that, Vince. That'll work. That'll please the crowd. We'll we'll do so well because my teeth are sticking out because I'm Bucky the Beaver. That tastes so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's working, isn't it, Vince? No, it's not. It's not working at all. Don't you see that, you piece of crap? How many times do I have to say that tonight? Quite a bit, I say. Then, of course, we go to one of the lamest segments of the night, however, which led us in, obviously, to our main event, however, the stupid electric chair. And who was out there? Oh, yeah, that little piece of uh, slime, however, none other than the guy who I used to respect and now have lost more respect for by the day, however, bitch boy Sammy Zayn. Yes, folks, I'm talking about a Mr. Ole 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 himself. And what happens, Howard? Oh, yeah, Sammy Zayn, Howard, acts like a total jackass, Howard, once again by showing how much of a total little slime bag and how much of a total uh, snake in the grass he really is, and also a little uh, slap ass that he is, Howard, by acting like a total douche, Howard, by avoiding questions when people asked him the right questions, such as, what are you going to do about... Your retirement. What are you going to do about uh, Ginger's test? But most of all, what are you going to do, however, when you are when you have Braun Strowman get up in your face? What does he do? Oh yeah, he avoids all the questions. But the big thing was, however, what does he do, however? Oh yeah, he decides, however, to threaten the fan, however, basically, and then he tells everyone, however, basically, however, that if they had some serious questions, they would ask him. Well, gee, let's think what those questions would have been. He says, oh, fans could ask him about his love life, prove he's a good kisser, and he says he's a tender lover. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Sammy. Then, of course, however, he talks about AEW. Gee, Vince, maybe you didn't allow, maybe you should have uh, read through your script a little bit and told Sammy to read his script a little bit before he went out there and made an asshole of himself by mentioning AEW. But, of course, you didn't. You let Sammy go out there and wing it, however, and also find a way to mock Seth Rollins, however, as Sammy did so. Gee, how'd that turn out for you by the end of the night, Sammy? That didn't turn out so well, did it? You got your ass kicked, even though you tried to put up a good fight against the best in the world, and that is Mr. Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins basically curb stomped your sorry, red-headed, uh, little, uh, hateful, uh, whiny little bitch ass into the ground and in front of everyone there at the Sprint Center, however. But speaking of bitches, let's talk about my biggest rant of them all, the fatal four-way. Braun Strowman versus The Miz versus Lashley versus Baron Corbin. Apparently AJ Styles was not hurt, however, and had not been cleared to fight. So who do they decide to bring in to uh, replace him with? Oh, yes, TGI Friday's everyone's favorite waiter, if will, bald-headed, cock-stained, barren, boring-ass, bitch-boy Corbin. And what happens? Oh, yeah, let's give bitch-boy, cock-stained, bland, boring, barren, Lex Luthor, want to be Corbin, a cheap win, however, when the Miz should have won the match all along. But no, obviously Corbin is just like Corey Graves. His mouth and head is all the way up Vince's ass and sucking it out so very well and tasting it so good, isn't it? Isn't it, Graves? Why don't you just have Baron Corbin and you do a circle jerk with Vince in the locker room next week, however, and Shane McMahon, you all four can play Robin Tug with each other at the same time. So, yeah, Vince, I hope you're happy once again putting on a bitch-ass, boring-ass show in Kansas City, because next week, however, I don't hold much hope for this show either. Even though you're bringing Goldberg and The Undertaker into Raw, you think you're going to try to try to save this show, however, before you go over to that bloodthirsty country, Saudi Arabia, because you obviously have your mouth all over the 
the king of Saudi Arabia's ass as well by basically letting your wrestlers go over there to a bloodthirsty country like Saudi Arabia and letting your superstars compete there, but you're not having your women over there. So, yeah, Vince, I hope you're real happy that in the next week again you're going to have another rant from me and everyone out here in the panel hour. So, once again, Vince, how good did you make this Raw this week? Did you try to make this Raw good this week at all? Did you try anything that was worth watching about this week? No, you didn't. You showed once again how much of a racist, bigoted, narcissistic, egomaniacal piece of shit that you really are. So on a scale of 1 to 10, I give Raw a .5 out of 10. Whoa, my goodness. my Ladies and gentlemen, I could not have said that better myself there indeed. Uh, uh, like I said, J.D. on a roll tonight here, of course, with both SmackDown and Raw tonight in that icebreaker. And ladies and gentlemen, I see nothing but pieces of ice laying right here on the ground. That's how big, that's how big these things can get. <clears throat> so, I'm, 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 unmistakably, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think, I don't think even Captain America's shield, Hulk's group strength, or Thor's hammer could possibly touch what JD had to say here tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much here, JD, for that big time. Icebreaker for both SmackDown and Raw. We do greatly appreciate it. I do happen to notice, I think we may have somebody else coming in on the line here. Uh, and let me double check it on that. Let me see here. Uh, yes. And I'll go ahead and start saying his name here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, our 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, one of the heartbreak hit here in the radio network circles and also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you think of his other nickname, you got to go back to that 60 sitcom Happy Days, where, of course, the central one, the central characters went a little something, I do believe, just like this. He went, hey! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now made it on here to episode 676 of Revolution Tonight. Uh, Fonzie, we do welcome you, sir. Uh, thank you for joining us here this evening. Yeah. Uh, just a, uh, if, you, if you have any uh Primarily, just have any thoughts and opinions on what took place last night on uh, SmackDown, sir. Please uh, divulge anything that you wish. Well, <laughs> can we get somebody to shut Corey Graves' fucking mouth every fucking night? Every Tuesday, Monday, whatever we hear, he he is destroying fucking WWE so badly, and you know what? It gets to the point now to say, "Shut the fuck up." He thinks he can wrestle, and then you go out there. Oh, you know, like last night, Kobe Kingston fought, played a hell of a fight last last night. With KO. And, oh, I would have gave up. You can't give up. No, he never give up. He's not like a loser like you or anybody else. He keeps on fighting. He can, he can break, he can have his broken ankle or broken leg and still fighting. And Corey Graves has to say, oh, can he give up? No, no, no. He's a true champion. He's not like the other fucking champion that can't come once a week and fight. Okay? You know, that's why these other wrestlers are going 
AEW because they want to wrestle. They want to compete. Okay? And I'm tired of listening to this fucking Gory Graves. Yeah, yeah, he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's not from Pittsburgh. He's a fucking asshole. He shouldn't know wrestling. He shouldn't know that. But I'm tired of listening to him. That's why I, every time he talks, the thing goes down every fucking week because he sucks a lot of cock and a lot of pussy with this fucking lazy Evans content. Okay? I'm tired of listening to his fucking... Go go blonde your hair. Go go bleach your fucking hair. Oh, and like last night when Shane O'Mac came in, oh, uh, uh, he was saying to the other guy, I can't remember his name, towards the right on SmackDown. And he was like, yeah, Jews come and dress up as this, you know, yeah, whatever, Shane O'Mac appreciation. No, he didn't. Where are you? How about you? You come in with a fucking white suit, white jacket, and with a black shirt. Uh, you're not dressing up for it. You keep sucking everybody's dick and shit. You know, like, I'm tired of listening to this fucking, I call him a fucking faggot, all right? Because he sounds like it. And, you know, he acts like it. Monday night and Tuesday nights are going to go down the hill because of this fucking Corey Graves. And I don't blame I love uh, uh, Dean Ambrose's wife Young. He always say, okay, can you shut the fuck up for once? That's what she said. Can you shut up once, please? This is a minute that you suck and give somebody else the credit, busting her asses every freaking night. You know, um, yeah, like I said, I cannot wait to finish this letter. And one of the letter I put, I put, can Corey Grace stop sucking cock? I put that on there. But I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to get rid I can't send that to them. I can't send it. Okay. But I'm going to say, can somebody shut him up or fire his ass? Please get rid of him. Bring back freaking JR or Jared King or JBL or Booker T. Please, Booker T can, like, you know, say, or JBL. You know, but this Corey Graves is a fucking. Uh, annoying piece of garbage. You know, and Elias is your new 24-7? I, I can't understand that either. But, hey, that's what it, that's what it is. You could be sleeping and get pinned. You know? So you could take a shit while you're, you know, with your belt and get pinned while you're taking a smash. Whatever, you know. That's what it is. I, I like. I love the twenty four seven because anybody can beat anyone, and you, as long as you have a referee, like I said, you can pin him while you're in the bathroom taking a shit while the referee's there. He, you can pin him, but you're not going to do nothing. <laughs> as long as you have a referee, you can go anywhere you want. 
even your car, your house, dentist office, uh, family doctor, whatever, yeah. Even in a bar, just hanging out, you can get pinned by somebody. But um, I like the 24-7. Thank God I brought that back. It's a little bit of entertainment because everybody wants to chase and be a 24-7. But like JD said, you know, can anybody shut Corey Graves up, please? And you know what? JD, if JD has got 0.5, I'd say minus 1.5 out of 10. I give the negative because that's how it is right now. That's how negative with Corey Gray is going. So it's negative 1.5, almost negative 2 out of 10, I give it. SmackDown and Raw, put it at the combined. So that's how I got to say about that. So there you go, Chad. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much, Eric Collins. I really, really appreciate that. And everyone, thank you very much, of course, for your reviews of SmackDown tonight, especially JD doing doing a double header of SmackDown and Raw's uh, icebreakers tonight. Very good indeed. Uh, thank you very much, dear gentlemen. Let's give you this one more time. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode six hundred and seventy six of Revolution for Wednesday, May 29th, two thousand and nineteen. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinchall, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and now the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, has joined us. <clears throat> and also that belt, by the way. Thank you. Right. Uh, I think, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, that belt was being brought to you tonight by a limited edition Dr. Dr. Pepper flavor to celebrate the, re- the release the, uh, the of the movie Spider-Man Far From Home, new Dr. Pepper Dark Berry be sure to call in the 20 ounce bottles and also the fridge pack in the aluminum cans here today. Uh, like I said, Dr. Pepper taste with a little twist of dark berry. Um, so Mr. WWS says it's dark delicious. If you guys we can start doing some plugs, that'd be, that'd be some good plugs there indeed. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> like we said, uh, Fonzie, I will go ahead and give you also an update as well. We've been talking about this here as well that we have a, a officially have spoken have spoken uh, with uh, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler as of from the other day. Yeah, uh, I know. I heard. I heard. Yeah. So, so Michelle and Bobby will be, of course, facing each other this yes. Saturday. But however, however, I like your. I still love your idea. And I would still like to try to do, uh, um, of course, possibly possibly to try to break in the 24-7 championship belt, maybe do a triple threat here involving three people, yourself and two others. So we'll have to, we'll have to try to get that worked out here sometime indeed. So whoever wants to go and do that there Jeez. indeed. And also, also, let me ask all three of you gentlemen here while I have you, of course, on the line here. Uh, as you know, of course, JD has been talking about it. Of course, the NXT Takeover show this coming Saturday. I have to ask all three of you, JD, are you in for the title challenge for NXT? Okay. JD. And JD's going to the bathroom, so we'll wait until he comes back. Uh, John, are you in for the NXT uh, prediction title challenge? 
Okay. JD, are you are you gonna are you gonna accept the NFT uh, takeover prediction? Are you gonna yeah, be in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm making my picks. I'm making my picks tomorrow because I'm gonna visit the yeah, title all day Friday. But you're going. But you're going to do the title challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna make my predictions tomorrow night. Okay, Fonzie, are you in? Uh, like Stone Cold Steve Austin said. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have three already now entered in to the NXT prediction title challenge. And that is the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, and the Heartbreak Kid. And, of course, we'll be signing up and everyone else here, of course, hopefully going in towards uh, Friday here, of course, as we still, of course, have other belts to award from the AEW uh, prediction title challenge as well. We'll be having to come up, of course, with some more championship belts coming up really soon here. Um, but we'll keep everybody apprised of that here, uh, hopefully here really, really soon. Okay. Uh, well, let me see here. I like to, I like to put, I like to put my 24 seven on the line right now. If anybody wants to step up, you are, you are about is yours. The bout is yours, JD or John, whoever. Yeah, they want to face me. I'm right here. Let's do it. Yeah, That's so why fine. you call it a true champion. <laughs> Are you telling me you're going to do it just like how to do it? Do it in the WWE? You're going to just put it up at random? Ah, I want to put my 24/7 on the line tonight. Anybody wants to step up? Let's go. Come on. Well, I'm ready. Well, uh, it's a well, it'll be it'll be kind of a short uh it'll be kind of a okay. kind of match here. We got thirty minutes we got thirty minutes before the show goes off. I mean we wouldn't have time to really do a real full fledged match. Um I don't care. It's up to J D wants to do thirty minute match, we can do it. If he's up to it. Yeah. J D you up for it? You wanna challenge me? Want to take a little challenge on the 30 minutes? Well, no, we do this. Let me just uh, answer that with one simple word. Uh, I guess he's accepting it. I guess. I didn't. I didn't say yes, though. Hold on a second. (laughs) This is what I said. If you think this is the ass kissing some you ever saw, give me a hell yeah. There you go. <laughs> you, got, you just got my answer. All right, let's go. All right, okay. let's get to let's get it on. Let's go already. Okay. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, apparently Fonzie has has thrown out gauntlet here for an impromptu match. For the belt he just won from the AEW prediction title, and that is the 24/7 championship. And yes, yeah, since we're going to be a little bit short on time here, um, I tell you what we're going to do, and I've got, and I'm going to make this a little bit interesting here. I am going to, I am okay. Well, now John's asking me to, to wait. This John's now wait asking me to wait just a second. John, now, now what is it? Doing? What? 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 
but well, I'm, apparently John has asked us to wait a second. I'm not sure what 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 this is all about, but uh, huh? I'm not sure. So, uh, I can face I can face two guys at once. Well, we can make a triple threat. Well, like I said, I mean, since this is like I said, this is an impromptu thing. Instead of using the Jeopardy format, uh, how about we use the Family Feud format? Works for me. Yeah, it works. And like whatever. I said, and whatever and whatever points, like I said, using the cards that I normally use here, guys. Um, like I said, whatever point, whatever the number is beside. Beside the answer, if you give the answer, you're gonna get that many points. I guess the way we can, and I guess the way we can do it is that the first one to 200 will win the belt. Does that sound fair? Okay, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Right, does that sound fair? Yeah. Whatever. So I said, okay. whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, apparently I don't know. I don't know. Now, like I said, as for I don't know what John is doing here. Uh, apparently. Uh, I don't know if he is planning to come on or I'm not sure what the deal is. All he's asked, asked us is just to hold on a second here. So, uh, something went wrong. Please try again. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's my uh, okay Google thing on the smartphone. Cut that, oh. cut that. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay, Google. Diarrhea. According to Mayo Clinic, if you have diarrhea for weeks or longer, you may have a condition such as irritable bowel disorder or a disorder. Assistant, my apologies. There are, there's an app on my smartphone. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently we do. Uh, okay, uh, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, we now have the human suplex machine on here. Oh, God, that should be one thing. Now hold it right there, you two punks. This match, this match doesn't happen without a, without a referee. Oh, jeez, here we go. Oh, we gotta have a special. You want to referee this? I guess so. That's what he said. Is that, that what you said, or, or did you actually want to take part? This match doesn't start. I said this match doesn't start without a referee because I am law. I am law. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, well, uh, JD, just take my title. John wants to be the judge. John wants to be the judge. Okay, I see what you're talking say. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we got about 25 minutes. If we're going to do this, we got to do it now. So, I let's break it quick. I got somebody to arrest. Yeah, and, and wait a minute, John may take away the loser of this. Uh oh, oh boy! I'm not gonna say that either. I know what JD's gonna do if I said that. I'm not. No, I'm not gonna do it. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Let's go ahead and do this before we get started here. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is for an, this is an impromptu family feud match for the WWS. Power play for Boston Bruins. Yeah, make it 3-2. The challenger, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the and the w, new WWUS 24-7 champion, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. And, of course, I did. Yeah. Fonzie, about two minutes ago, did hand me the belt. So, uh, so I knew he wanted to do yeah, something. There you go. Okay. There you go, All right. <laughs> like, like I said, the, the rules are simple here. And, John, I'm going to repeat it here, too, since you were kind of ready to come on. That I'm going to use, of course, the infamous Family Feud card set that I currently have here in my possession, and whatever the number of points are. So no intros at all tonight. So what? So what now? No intros tonight. No, but this because this this is just I hadn't had time to get anything started. So I mean, you Do just asked. I thought you could have been hearing this, and you guys could have all been hearing this one. Oh dear lord! Oh. No, oh, here we go. Oh. Not actually bad. This. Oh no! Oh, stop that! Stop that crap right now! What? Oh, I got the knife this way. I got it right. You can Okay, yeah. I didn't even say it, and he still played it. I cannot believe this. Um. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, we're going to use the points that are beside each answer on these cards. The, win, the first one to get to 200 points, no matter how many of these, how many of these surveys we go through, well, the first one to 200 wins the 24-7 title. J.D. JD, JD, right. and, Fonzie, JD and Fonzie, do you agree to the stipulations? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, all right, here we go. John, you will be, you will watch out for this as well, and you will be the judge here in this as well. And, of course, have your handcuffs and nonstick ready because we may need you to arrest somebody, whoever loses this match. Okay, <clears throat> all right, the first question we will do here, five answers, guys, and we'll go back and forth like we normally do with this, okay? We'll keep that in mind, all right? All right. But, uh, <clears throat> uh, Joe, it's a tough job. But somebody's got to do it. And I'll be there in the end to see if justice prevails. Oh, I love this impression. I love his impression. <laughs> anyway, top five answers on the board here, guys. J.D. and Fonzie, listen very carefully. How would you tell the whole world that you are in love? I'll repeat the question. How would you tell the whole world you are in love? And uh, uh, Fonzie, with you being the champion, do you want to start this or do you want to let J.D. start uh, you know what? I'm the nicest person. I'll let JD go first. Okay, okay, JD. Um, I'll repeat the question for you. Like I said, five answers. How would you tell the whole world that you are in love? All right. First one I'll say is send them flowers. Not on the board. Strike one from JD. I forgot I was going to do the three strikes thing too. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, five answers still remain. 
How would you tell the whole world that you are in love? Well, I can't believe the flowers are not up there either. Well, here's what we do. I think you will tell people online, on on the internet. Excellent answer, Fonzie. Strike one. That was not there either. Oh, Oh, All right. JD, okay. JD, five eight is still there. You know the question. Go for it. I'm going to say you tell them, however, by uh, not saying the song, so that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, however, you uh, tell them how much you love them. What's the question? Tell them how much you love them? world that you are in love. Oh, okay. You, uh, uh, let's see. You don't send them flowers. You would, uh, find a way to, uh, sing them a song. Another good answer, JD, strike two. You think that would be it? Uh, Fonzie, five answers still there. How would you tell the whole world that you are in love? And you tell the whole world. You'll tell your parents. That's another good answer. Fonzie, strike two on you. That's not very easy. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, look here, look here. This is ridiculous. Like I said. Not even on the internet. No, you, we can't oh. tell your parents. Don't get don't the messenger. I'm reading what it says. So, so there you go. And these are actual surveys on Family Feud. So, all right, JD, be careful. One more oh. strike before man. How would you tell the whole world you are in love? Uh, I know I'm going to be wrong on this. I'm just going to say you've been, uh, like I said, how I write them a letter. JD struck out. That's not on the board. Guess right, what? Fonzie. The ninth second chain is right there. Fonzie, uh, be careful of yourself. One more strike here. Yeah. So, answers. How would you tell the whole world you are in love? <laughs> Hi. I can't believe parents is on up here. Not even on the internet. Wow. Can this be up here? You'll tell your <laughs> you'll send him a text message by phone. I don't know. Bonzi has struck out too. Nobody came up with any of this. Yeah, I like to see this. I like to see this. Let's go. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. okay. Hold on. Don't kill the messenger. Okay. what it says. But don't get me wrong. Y'all had a good effort. Okay. Good effort. Mambo is going to do some killing. It's going to be me. And Fonzie, can you turn that down just a little bit here? So you're echoing right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Here are the answers. I'm going to start from number five and work my way up. Number five, you put it on a billboard. Yeah. Number, Number four, you put it in the newspaper. Personal column. Number three, get married. 
Number two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is it? Look, don't kill the messenger. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. He's just delivering them. Go ahead. Number three, you get married. Number two, you announce it on TV. And number one, skywriting. I says I said internet. That's not skywriting. Is it internet? Nope. No, no, no. You, you just where you fly an airplane over the beach and you say, yeah. No. There's one thing I can say to that though, however, I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. it is right. This is what, uh, like I said, this is what. Uh, hold on a second. I'll tell you a second. Why don't you hear this just a minute ago? Nah, nah, whatever. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Okay, well, this, well, this one might be more. This one might be better. Hold on, this one might be better. Let, let's give this a try right here, and. Uh, and uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Fonzie on this as JD started the first, last time. Fonzie, okay. you will start with this one. Okay, five answers all on the board. Listen very carefully, Fonzie. Name something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. Five answers. He's muscular. Got muscles. Muscles or pecs. Number one, Fonzie now has 72 points off the bat. Nice job. Nice job, Fonzie. Good start. God, that's up there, but my one it was not up there. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's right, go. JD, right. JD, JD, two through five still there. Name something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. Uh, he, uh, he's green. Color green. Yeah, incredibly, big, incredibly big about the incredible Hulk. Yes. Is that, so is that, that's what you're yes, saying? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, JD, strike one. That's not on the uh, All right, Fonzie, once again, two through five still there. Name something incredibly big about the incredible Hulk. Two, three, four, and five. Still there. He's green. J.D. already said that. Uh, did he? Uh, okay. Yeah. I can't believe he was not up there either. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and, what they're, and, then, and then to help y'all out with this, let me go ahead and tell you what they're asking. They're asking for a feature on the Incredible Hulk that is big. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm going to say he's friendly. I'm going to say he's friendly. Uh, Fonzie, strike one. That's uh, strike one. Uh. All right, all right, all right, JD. Name a name a name something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. Well, so, muscle. So uh, I'm going to say, however, he has big feet. Number four, mm-hmm. Fee you have five points. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so far, Fonzie, number one, muscles and pecs. And number four, feet and toes. Two, three, and five <laughs> still there. And something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. His His legs? Uh, 
That's an excellent answer. That that one, that one didn't make it either. Fonzie strike two. Uh, JD, uh, two, three, and five still there so far. Muscles and pecs and feet and toes have been said. Name something incredibly big. About the incredible Hulk. Go ahead, please. Uh, let's see. The thing about the incredible Hulk is, however, however, uh, he is super strong. It's the same thing. Am I, am I right on that? Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's the same thing. Okay. I'm going to say uh, for him, it is how he, uh, sort of like a Jekyll and Hyde conundrum, you know? Right. That's an that's an and that, that that's an excellent answer, but uh, I think uh, let's see. Oh, are you talking about Jaguar? Oh, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh my, man! I thought I was Paul Bear. Oh no! You want to be John John Gross is the big boss bearer. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. JD, that's strike two, I believe. Okay. All right, Fonzie, two, three, five, still there. Name something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm talking about like a feature on him. Um, yeah, I got you. Oh. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, his chest. That's a that's another that's another uh, good answer right there, and I think that might be number three. Yeah, number three. Uh, number okay. three. Okay, but good, but good, but 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 good, but good, very good indeed, uh, Fonzie, indeed on this. Uh, JD, one more opportunity here. Two, three, and five is still there, and then something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. Superhero. He's a big superhero. JD, strike three as well. But y'all did get two of them, guys. So JD, JD has five, and Fonzie has 72. So Fonzie's up to a real big league right there. Let me go and go over the other answers. Name something incredibly big about the Incredible Hulk. Number five. His hair. No, oh, God. For three, his hands slash fist. That's what I mean yeah. when I said features. That's what I mean when I said his features. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. And number two, his head. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so, okay. All right. So, so Fonzie, you're leading right now. Seventy-five. So you're doing very, so you're doing very good on the on the way to two hundred. Yeah. Okay. Once again, five answers on the board here. We go back over to JD to start it off. Uh, top five answers here. JD, name something parents tell their children not to touch. Get your <laughs> mind better if you go and ask what. I'm gonna say, do not touch. Uh... Electricity. Uh, a wire or yeah, something like that, like a phone wire or something electrical, you know? Well, I'm, I'm, like okay, I'm, going, okay, I'm going with you. Hold on one second. Big Boss John, can you step up, please? Yes, I can, officer. Thank you very much. 
Okay. Uh, uh, you got a clarification here. This is, this is something we can accept. Uh, uh, JD here said the word electrical, and we do have an answer that might be close. Electrical. To electrical. I saw. Oh, you mean the electric? You mean the electric chair? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, the, I will go ahead and divulge it. What I'm referring to electrical outlet is the answer that is listed here. Do you accept that as an answer do you, for uh, JD? Hmm. Well, this is going to be a tough, a tough decision to answer. I think it is. Okay. Well, th 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 thank you, big, thank you, big boss. Oh yes. There. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, oh, you turn that down a little bit. Uh, turn that down a little bit. Uh, so just, JD, 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 it is accepted. Uh, number three, electrical outlet. You get We're up to four. Okay. All right. All right, Fonzie. One, two, three. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. How much was that? I can't hear you. What did you say? Seven. Okay. Seven. Just a second. Okay. Lucky, seven. Lucky seven. Okay. All right. So you're up to twelve right now. So, all right, Fonzie. One, two, four, and five is still there. Name something parents tell their children not to touch. And not to touch the stove. Number one, the stove. Fonzie, fifty-two Rock. points. Fonzie is cooking tonight. Yes, he is. He's pulling the horses out of that tonight. Nice job. Uh, I guess so, JD. I, I should have at least two hundred by now. After the first. Fonzie, you have, <laughs> you have 124 right now. That's where you're at. So, oh my lord, JD, you got, oh boy. This is I got a long way to catch up. Okay, well, like I said, was that we're all having some fun. Okay, you got man. two minutes to catch up, bro. Yes, I do. Okay, we have, we have a little bit, we're going to go past 11 o'clock hour to finish this, by the way. I want to tell you what. All right, JD, two, four, and five still there. Name something parents tell their children not to touch. Ah, uh, let's see. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, something not to touch. However, not to touch. However, uh, garbage. I'll say. You say garbage? Yeah. Uh, JD, strike one. Garbage is not up there. Uh, uh, so far, stove and electrical outlet has been said. Name something parents tell their children not to touch. Touch face! What the heck? I don't know what that was. I'm the big, 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 bad, big guy! Oh, Lord, you nice Scott Steiner. That gone. Oh, God. How many is going to bring um, it All right, hold on. What is this? Got you guys. Yes, you did. Yeah. Very good, Fonzie. But, I mean, John, very good. Very good. Sorry, Fonzie. Go ahead, please. That's okay. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say parents tell their kids not to touch yes. drugs. That's an excellent answer. But Fonzie strike one. That didn't uh, make sense. Uh, strike one. That yeah. Well, that's hey, hey, Fonzie, you don't have anything to change that. That's all I gotta say. 
JD245 is still there. Name something parents tell their children not to touch. And thank you, JD, for getting your mind out of the gutter before you answer this question. <laughs> I say the remote, the TV channel. TV. Uh, let's see. JD Strike 2. That didn't, that didn't make the board either. Uh, Fonzie, uh, well, uh, <clears throat> Fonzie, I think you still have two strikes here, my man. Uh, name I something parents. Yeah, I believe that's, that's correct, yes. Name something parents tell their children not to touch. So far, we have number one, stove, and number three, electrical outlets. Two, four, and five is still remaining on the board. Money. Another good answer. The Fonzie strike two, that didn't make it there either. Hmm. I don't know who is answering it. I don't know who they got the answer. Is it Steve Harville? I have to go out there and arrest. Yeah, yeah, you have to go get rid of him. I'll let you go get rid of him. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> um, if they were still alive, God rest your soul, I would have Richard Dawson and Ray Coombe be out there hosting it. Anyway, um, JD, two, four, and five still, uh, still available. Name something parents tell their children not to touch. Hmm. Do not touch our their balls. No. I'll say. Uh, oh, balls. Adult, I got the ball and Mom's adult toys. The what? Don't if you don't touch touch mom's uh toys. Oh dear God! I'll be, JD for crying out loud. <laughs> hey, you never know. JD, you struck out with that one, man. That's not on the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? Oh, that's a that's a that's a flashlight that looks like a big penis. What do you think it is? Okay, no, <laughs> okay. Ponzi, one more opportunity, my man. Two, four, and five. Name something. Parents tell their children. <laughs> <laughs> you know the question. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, wow, what the fuck? Hmm. No drugs. <laughs> drugs should have been up there. Yes, uh, yes. Money right. should have been up there. Money should have been up there. I agree with you that too. I agree with you there as well. Uh, I don't know if it did. This is going to be up there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say, I just told the kids not to touch. <sighs> Don't touch the other kids. Another, another good answer. Um, strike three for strike three. Good effort in this. I will tell you right now, as of right now, Fonzie, you have 124 points. JD has only 12 uh, in this. So, uh, Fonzie, when it comes to the family feud version, you rock on this, by the way. I was going to tell you that. No offense to you, JD, but I got to say that tonight. Anyway, I'm going to give you the remaining answers right here. Name something parents said their children not to touch. Number five. An iron. Oh. Number four, a knife. Yeah. Ah. And number two, fire and or matches. 
session. And ah, yeah. I was thinking the needle too. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, and and kids don't touch JD's dildo after he's had their mind. Yeah, or else John. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. This is going to get more interesting. Here we got seven answers on the board right here, guys. So listen, listen very, very carefully here. Seven answers on the board. I think. Let's see. Uh, Fonzie, you, Fonzie, I think you started, or yeah, I think that's right. No. Okay. Okay. Well, JD. Well, Fonzie, we'll let you go ahead and start with this one here. Top seven, seven answers on the board here. Saying very, very carefully here. Name something in the house that people let pile up. I'll repeat the question. Name something in the house that people let pile up. Fonzie, you start. Seven answers. They pile up garbage. Number three, garbage. 15 points for Fonzie. On a roll there, Fonzie. Very good. All right, J.D., so far. Laundry. Number one, laundry. J.D.'s got 35 points. Okay. All right, Fonzie, so far, laundry and garbage has been said. Maybe something in the house that people let pile up. Dishes. Number seven, dirty dishes. You get three points on that. Okay. Uh, all right. So far, JD, laundry, garbage, and dirty dishes. Uh, name something in the house that people let pile up. Food. JD, strike one. Food is not up there. Uh, Fonzie, numbers, let me, let, me, let me let you know here. Number, numbers two, four, five, and six are still there. Name something in the house that people let pile up so far. We've said laundry, garbage, and dirty dishes. People pile up their bills. Number four, bills. Fonzie gets another 13 points. Doing good, Fonz. Doing excellent so far. JD, uh, laundry, garbage, bills, and dirty dishes. Uh, name something so far has been said. Name something in the house that people let pile up. Uh, I'm going to say they let pile up, uh, laundry, bills, garbage. I'm going to say, uh, just, uh, clothes, laundry, garbage. They pile up, uh, did, did we say dishes? Yes, dirty dishes we said, yes. Oh. Uh, come back to me. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, we'll, we'll come back just a second here. In the meantime, Fonzie, we still have three answers. So, so far, you've got, you've got laundry, garbage, tools, and dirty dishes said. Number two, five, and six are still there. Name something in the house that people let pile up. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, good, good answer, Ponce. I think this is number one for you here. So, uh, yeah. Uh, JD, we we're going to come back to you now. Two, two, five, and six still remaining. Name something in the house that people let pile up. Oh, you pile up a bunch of. Uh... I see movies, and I know I'm going to videos, like, like different tapes and stuff. I mean, that's just my guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, some of us are guilty of that, and I'm one of them right there, and I do agree with that. But, J.D., I think this is strike number one. Two. Oh, it's one? Okay, it's one? Okay. I think it's one. I think it's one, yeah. Okay, we'll save one. Okay, we'll save one. Uh, Fonzie, uh, <clears throat> uh, three answers still remaining there. Name something in the house that people let pile up. So far, so far, what has been said? I'll go over that one more time. Laundry, garbage, bills, and dirty dishes have been said so far. Dirty, dirty movies. Hmm. Let me see. That's another good answer. Of course, there's also some of those that might be guilty. Uh, strike two. That's, strike that's, two. That might, that might, that might be guilty there as well. Jared, if you're all enough, but yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, finally, yeah, I'm, yeah. But that is a good answer, though. I will give you that. That is good. Uh, three answers still left. JD needs something in the house that people let pile up. Uh, they pile up uh, dishes, laundry, garbage. They also pile up in bills. They also pile up. Uh, I'm sorry, food wasn't there. They also pile up uh, papers. Like, Number two, papers and/or magazines. You got 21 points. Oh, nice. Okay, <clears throat> okay, finally two more, two more to go. Number five and six still there. And something in the house that people let pile up. Wait. Um, we got a new series now. The Blues just won in overtime, three two over Boston. So they go back to uh, one. We go at we go at St. Louis. Saturday night. Saturday night. One okay. There you yeah. Go. So um, they powered up. People power up. Board games. Another, another good, another good answer. Uh, that would be. I think that might be number three for Pons right there. Yeah, strike three years. Okay. All right. All right. I think JD you might have one. I think JD has one more opportunity. Uh, five and six still left. JD needs something in the house that people let pile up. Uh, they pile up, however. Oh, man. They pile up, however. I'm going to pass. I'm, I'm done. I'm spent. Strike on that. Good. Good. You did knock out all but two of them here, guys. Y'all did tremendously well on this here. And I'll recap the scores right here. Fonzie, mm-hmm. you have to uh, see. People let power up a power shit. 
Uh, Fonzie has already. Hold on. Fonzie has 155. And JD, you have 68. So, so 155 to 68. Still in Fonzie's favor right here. So, y'all, good. Still, still pretty, still pretty good. Indeed. The remaining two answers in this question right here, name something in the house, people let pile up. Number five, junk mail. And number six, leaves. Uh, I say power shit. Yeah, well. I can't believe power shit was on up there either. (laughs) Okay, time six answers on the board here. We're we're rapidly approaching this here, folks. Uh, and, and this could still be anybody as I said, first one to 200 will either retain or win at the 24 7 championship. So, anything could still happen. Six answers on the board. I think it is down. J, I think JD, I think Fonzie last time we're really now. Okay, uh, JD, six answers on the board. Name a reason people take out a loan. I'll repeat the question. Name a reason. Number two, buy a car. JD, you have 24 points. All right, Fonzie, five more still to go. One, three, four, five, and six. Name a reason people take out a loan. People take out the loan so they can buy a house. And and number one, buy a house. You've got... 57 points. We'll finish out the board here in just a few. We'll finish out this board here. Uh, uh, JD, uh, two, th- two, three, let's see, two, three, four, and six still remain. Let's see. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Three, four, and no, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Three, four, five, and six are still remaining. My apologies. I'm looking at that wrong. Three, four, five, and six still remaining. JD, name a reason people take out a loan. They take out a loan because they want to. I said, uh, we said house is one, and then, like I said. Buy a house and buy a car, as has been said so far. Okay. Let's go with, uh, they need it uh, for, uh, for a job. <laughs> investment in a job. Investment in something. A job opportunity. Uh, uh, Big Boss Gross, can you pop up for just a second? Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. JD said the word job. Uh, I'm going to see if this would also, if what he said would qualify for this. For, for this. Number five, start a business. Hmm. Well, I think that that could be a good answer. So you would accept that? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Excuse me. You said yes? Is that what you said? Absolutely. 
Okay. All right. JD, that's what we're going to give that to you. Five start And you get three points for that right there. Okay. All right, Fonzie, uh, three, four, and six still remaining. Name a reason people take out a loan so far buy a house, buy a car, and start a business. The booze in my way. People take out the loan. Yeah. Yes. Trying to think here. To pay the pay the to uh, school tuition. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll accept this right here. Number three, college. Fonzie, you got eight points right there. All right. Okay, JD. Two more answers still to go. And the reason people take out a loan. They got a loan because they want to make sure, however, they have something to retire with. Uh. That's a that's a good answer, JDs. I think this is strike one for JD. Uh, yes, so, but that's a good answer. Very good answer, Fonzie. So far, buy a house, buy a car, college, and start a business has been said. Four and six still remaining. Name a reason people take out a loan. <laughs> take out the loan so they can. Pay their bills. Uh, let's see. Let, give me just a second here. I'm just look, looking. I'm looking at this here. I may not have to call in the judge here. I may be able to. to uh, what the heck? That's me. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's okay. No, that's okay. That sounds kind of cool. Uh, let's see. You find the use. You 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 said you said to help pay bills. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I'm on this. This sounds close enough to. I'm gonna give this to you right here. Number four. Consolidate debt. I'm gonna say that gives you four points right there. Because that's telling what bills are, right? You owe you. That's a yeah. Those, yeah. Those are, yeah. JD, that bills are debts, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's that's. Okay. And JD, speaking of which, one more to go here in this. And the reason people take out a loan. One more answer. They take it out hmm. because they want to make sure, however, they have something to uh, enjoy their retirement. He already said that. You know what? I'm gonna pass. Okay, we'll pass, pass that. We'll give you strike number two. Uh, JD, I mean, Fonzie, if you want to take this one more to go here. <clears throat> Name a reason. They take the loan. Hmm. You say house, car, school tuition, debts. Uh, 
to buy food or clothes. I don't know. <laughs> Ran out of options there. That would give you strike two right there. J.D. or Fonzie, do you want the other one y'all want to try? Nope. No. Yeah, Fonzie, do you? No, okay. Well, y'all did extremely well here with this. I will go ahead first. I'm going to go ahead and give you the last answer in this, number six, and then a reason people take out a loan to get married. Oh, shit. To get Get married. To get married. To get married. Okay. Now, let us see where let, let, let us see let, let me let me do the uh uh let me go through the uh, overall situation here All right, <clears throat> all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I do have, of course, uh, of course, a tally right here. Of course, as we said, the first to reach 200 or more would win this out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, JD, your, your score is 95. Fonzie, your score is 224 points. So, ladies and gentlemen, your winner and still the WWS 24/7 champion, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Yeah, I had a shoehorn in my ass tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's, what, that's what JD's going to say. You had a shoehorn up your ass tonight. So, <laughs> Fonzie, so if you would please, sir, hold out your hands and you will have this. Uh, hand <laughs> there we go. My hand is out. There you go. JD, anything you wanted to say about Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah, go go ahead, John. Hey, I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna head out here, and I have nothing to add. But Fonzie, good good job, my man. Good job. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Glad y'all enjoy my Bossman impersonation. But um, tomorrow night I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna call back on to do my NXT predictions. So you'll see. You'll hear from me tomorrow. Okay. All righty. Thank you very much. Yep. And also, and also. And also, I have a birthday to talk about, to talk about as well. Whoa. Oh, freaky. Okay. Well, we do thank you very much. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on Wolfpack. We thank you very much, sir. Uh, JD, anything you wanted to add about this match here? Nope. Okay. But good, good bout here, good try here all around here. Uh, like I said, um, and we and once again we may consider using the family feud format for our trivia championship series in this as well. So we'll have to wait and see what goes on I here with that. Ready to go. Excellent. Very good. Uh, J, uh, JD and Fonz, anything you wish to add before we close up the shop for the evening? Yep. Nope. It was a very good match, and um, let's continue this. I like it how it went. Okay. Uh, All right. So, so, like I said, uh, after after 
couple of days after after the championship, Fonzie in a very successful title defense here, impromptu title defense, holds on to the 24-7 title over the Iceman Jeremy Toronto here tonight. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you for listening here this evening to a very late edition of 676 of Revolution here tonight. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie for joining us here tonight. Uh, also, also want to thank True Pioneers of Wrestling for allowing us to bring in the live video feed here tonight from uh, uh, for episode 676. We didn't have anybody show up there this evening, but I mean that's that's part that's that's quite all right. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll hopefully we'll have some we'll have uh, that happen again t- uh, tomorrow night. Uh, and I do believe that tomorrow night our uh, live video feed will be from, of course, our uh, <clears throat> our group started by our own Ronda Rush Wright. Uh, Wrestling done right is where Wolfpack's live video feed will be tomorrow evening. And of course, we'll have we'll start getting in our predictions in for the NXT Takeover Show this weekend. And also, in addition to the news and views of history and birthdays here as well, hopefully we'll hear some more, some more folks um, tomorrow as well about what's been going on here this week, including what happened, of course, at AEW and all that good stuff as well. So for the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, this is Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, saying thank you very much for listening here tonight. And we'll be back on with our second installment, NWO Wolfpack, tomorrow night from 9 to 11 p.m. Call ID. 138-521-POUND. Of course, always remember the phone number for all of our shows on TalkShoe.com. It is 1-605-562-0444. Revolution episode 676 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years, I mean, sorry, four years old, excuse me, and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack starting at 9 o'clock p.m., 138-521-POUND. And for everything in the world of wrestling and pop culture, ladies and gentlemen, it is WWS Radio Network. And now here is the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, with tonight's closing theme. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.